This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by Rebecca. Support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar and get exclusive rewards at patreon.com slash run jump stomp. Episode 168 of Switchcraft is brought to you by OPSeat. Head over to runjumpstomp.com slash OBSeat to directly support the show and get a fantastic gaming chair that can directly support you. I'm sitting in one right now, and it feels great. I'm a big fan of OP seats. They got great lumbar support. So make sure that you go to runjumpstomp.com slash OP seat. Switchcraft is normally recorded live three times a week on Tuesday and Thursday at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern and on Saturday at whatever time I can get to it. If you want to hang out live, then do so at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. And we have run into all kinds of issues with the live stream today. Uh, my When I was driving to work this morning, I saw a, a wire hanging down. Uh, and uh, sure enough, when <laughs> what happened is somebody hit, somebody hit that wire and they knocked it down and I guess they sent somebody out to fix it, but they didn't do a good job apparently because my internet is really, really terrible today. So rather than not have a live stream at all, I decided what I'll do instead is set up my phone on a tripod and uh, record the record it that way. Now I'm also recording everything uh, on my PC as well. And so if you're watching this after the fact, like on YouTube or something, the audio probably sounds fine, but the poor people who have to watch me uh, live, uh, it's it's probably not doing too good for them. And of course, the like the colors all blown out and stuff for uh, the live people because I'm using my phone on a tripod. But that's OK, because the show must go on. Uh, and, you know, you know who are the dedicated people who uh, were able to hang out with me while I got everything fixed, because now it's all the way to four o'clock. So I'm an hour late. But we've got Kodiak Moonwolf is here. Vaxer is here. Uh, Dark Robot 78, Aerslia is here, Harvey P27, and Link31254. I really appreciate uh, the fact that you guys sat through um, all of the ping-ponging back and forth of trying to get this working. But guess what? We're going to go ahead and get started on the show. Uh, so a big thanks to, to those people who, uh, who hang out with me today. So I've talked about this on the show before, and the the thing that I want to talk about now again is charging your switch with uh, a battery. And there's reasons why you would want to do this. Maybe you are out and about. Maybe you don't have. Uh, maybe you don't want to unhook the charger from the back of your Nintendo Switch. Maybe you want to be able to recharge it when you are not somewhere where you can plug it in. Uh, all of those are valid reasons why you might want to have a battery, a backup battery to charge your switch. Well, uh, recently, uh, I think it was Nico had that's NYKO uh, has like a third party dock and in the third party dock, uh, people were hooking up their switches to it and it was bricking their switches. Or at least that's what a lot of people are assuming is that it was the fault of the third party dock. And um, Nintendo has posted a, uh, a little bit of information about uh, when is it okay to charge the the switch using a mobile battery 
This is what they say. They say when the USB terminal on the mobile battery side is type A, that's a standard USB, uh, the cable used for connection with the main unit is Joy-Con charging, charging grip or USB charging cable. Uh, please use the USB charging cable HAC010. So they're saying please use the um, the charging cable that came with the switch. Okay. Uh, which is, that's good advice. Okay. You want to use what came with the switch. Um, HAC010 can also be purchased at Nintendo parts sales. When can, and they're just talking about the wire. They're talking about the wire there, I believe. Uh, they then said, when connecting with a commercially available USB cable, please use the cable with a 56K register resistance mounted. So what does that mean? Well, it means that there are some cables out there, usually the super cheap ones that you can buy at like you know, the dollar store or at a gas station or something like that. And they might not have a resistor in the cable. And that resistor keeps too much power, if I'm understanding this correctly. It's been a long time since I've done anything with any real kind of stuff with electronics. But uh, this resistor keeps too much power from going into the switch at one time. Because if too much power goes into the switch, now we've got a real issue. So, uh, you want to make sure that whatever wire you use has a 56K register resistance built in um, because that's not in the switch. That's in the wire. Does this mean that you can't um, use those other wires? No, but you're being really, really risky. Now, I know that when you go to buy one of these wires from the dollar store, chances are it's not going to say whether or not you've it's got a 56K. Uh, K register resistance mounted or not. So my my advice is to do some research before you end up bricking your switch because you wanted to save a few bucks at uh, uh, buying a cheap wire. So make sure that you find out if the wire that you are going to be using on your switch has 56K on it. And then if it does, I would make sure that you... Um, like put some tape on there or something to make sure that it has uh, something labeled so you know this is the one that works with the Nintendo Switch best. My puppet body is ready. So we've got a couple of games coming to the Switch that I'm actually really excited about. And for those of you watching the YouTube video, you're like, why is he going so fast? It's because I'm running late and I have things to do. So first off, Firewatch is coming to the Nintendo Switch. Now, if you've never played Firewatch, you are in for a just an amazing treat firewatch is a great game uh it's not something that i'm gonna play again because i've already played it twice and i loved it both times um but firewatch is this really cool game it takes place in the uh in 1989 and you are this guy who i won't say why but he decides that he wants to go and work uh, for the forestry service uh, up on one of these fire towers. So you go up to the tower and you watch for fires, basically, and you're all by yourself for extended periods of time. And uh, something uh, happens, and I won't say what, because I don't want to spoil anything about the game, but something happens, and it's incredibly interesting. Now, it's a really, really short game. I played through it, I'm going to say, probably in about three to four hours. I'm not positive how long it took me because it was... May might have been two years ago. I could be wrong. Might have been one year ago. But I played through it pretty quickly. 
And it was so awesome that then I went and told my wife and I said, honey, you've got to see this game. And I sat down and and I played it again with her sitting next to me so she could see everything. And uh, Firewatch is awesome. So I would very much if you don't have this on if you've never played this game before, then you're missing out and pick this up when it comes out now we don't know exactly when it just says 2018 uh but pick up firewatch because that game is one of my favorites from whatever year it came out i can't remember now speaking of awesome games that i am excited for coming to the switch we also have don't starve coming to the switch if you've not played don't starve it's this really cool kind of top-down 2d uh survival game where when you um where you have to like gather some materials uh and then you can take them back to your base and craft stuff kind of like minecraft except that at night uh you have to make sure that your campfire's lit to keep the monsters at bay and i i'll be honest i haven't played too much of it but what i did play i really enjoyed and uh don't starve it also has a local multiplayer at least the um the better to or not better together the don't starve together has local multiplayer now there's no news on whether or not this version will have local multiplayer there's no news on whether or not it will have uh online multiplayer but i've heard very very good things about don't starve and what i've seen i really enjoyed so uh don't starve is coming to nintendo switch and it will include the reign of giants and the shipwrecked dlc those will be included in it so that sounds pretty awesome come back here you overgrown fuzzball that's our donkey kong you know there's two videos that i want to make sure that uh people know about the first is uh the um, door-to-door geek tweeted this at me on uh twitter and he said make sure that you check out uh, this game and I clicked on it and I was like wow I was really impressed at what it looked like uh, and it is Skies of Fury Deluxe or DX I'm, I assumed DX means Deluxe uh, and the the thing about it is this is a genre that is very underrepresented not just on the Nintendo Switch but gaming in general this is not a game the a style of game that we usually see what we usually see is the same old stuff. And this game, Skies of Fury, is a um, a dogfighting game set in World War I. Uh, so I am really looking forward to checking this game out. I got a review code earlier today. I haven't had a chance to uh, try it at all. Uh, but uh, look forward to seeing a first impressions video from me over on my YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash runjumpstomp. And if you go to the show notes, there's a link in the show notes to take you to see uh, Skies of the 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 video that unveils Skies of Fury DX. A uh, couple of cool things about it: it's got local multiplayer, so up to four people split screen multiplayer, and it looks really fun. It also has like a deathmatch mode, so I assume that that's online multiplayer as well. Um, and overall, I think it looks good. They say that the single player game has like over 100 missions. So I'm definitely looking forward to checking out Skies of Fury Deluxe. Uh, another video that you should check out while you're at YouTube anyway uh, is another one of my videos. And that is 
the latest NES archive video. The NES archive is this project that I'm working on where I'm going through all of the North American Nintendo games that, um, that have come out uh, since the original NES. And so I'm going through all of those NES games that came out on the, uh, on the NES, uh, only in North America. And I've made it through all of the launch games. And now I've got one video for all of the games that came out in June of 1986. Now, the reason I lumped them all in together is because, uh, these games are the, um, how do I want to say it? They're, they're the arcade ports of the Donkey Kong games. They're the arcade ports of, uh, of the Popeye game. So, uh, you, there's a lot that, a lot of fun to be had there. And it's a pretty long video. I think it's like 25 minutes or so. It's about the same length as my Super Mario Brothers video, but, uh, I had a lot of fun researching it. So make sure that you check out the NES archive. Well, if you enjoy Mario Odyssey, uh, we're going to get some more stuff. Um, they have, Nintendo has officially posted, uh, it's in Japanese, so I had to use like the auto-translate feature in order to figure out exactly what they said. Uh, but they said on here, I will continue to update such new treasure photos and special costumes regularly, so look forward to it. So that's whoever had written the... Uh, the article on uh, and it's an official article at, at Nintendo's site, and you can follow the link in the show notes to check it out. But uh, Mario is going to get more costumes. So we we just recently got costumes: the Satellaview uh, suit, as well as the what's the other word that I was looking for? Oh, the baseball uniform. Of course, I forget the sports ball thing. Uh, so the Satellaview and the baseball uniform, those are two new costumes. And I guess we're going to be getting more in the future. Uh, we don't know what they are, except that we have seen some stuff data mined. And uh, I talked about that on an old episode. So you can always go back and find out exactly what is it that we data mined to find out. Um, but we're going to be getting more costumes. Now, here's my question to you. Is that enough to get you to go back to the game? Because for me, I mean, I play the game every once in a while, but I don't really care too much about going after those uh, last couple of costumes or even the new costumes that are coming out. For me, I feel like the, the thing that would really bring me back to the game is a new world. And now they're not saying here that, the, that we're not going to get a new world. They're not saying that we're only going to be getting costumes. They're just saying we're going to be getting costumes. And I like that they're going to keep updating the game. Um, I, I'm hoping for some paid DLC for Mario, uh, Mario Odyssey so that we can uh, get back in there and maybe get like a boo haunted house or some some kind of new world that we haven't been in yet uh, in the base game. Uh, so that's what would really draw me back to the game. But I know that there's a lot of people out there that just love uh, getting the money through Balloon World and then spending it on costumes. I know my son has had a ball doing that. So I, I would I would say that this is some pretty good news. <laughs> Got two release dates for you. Uh, the first is for Shaq Fu, A Legend Reborn. That is coming out on June 5th. Um, I find this is actually pretty interesting because... I don't really care about Shaq Fu. It's not a game that I planned on playing, but I know that there's a lot of people who've been waiting very patiently for this game, not necessarily because they're huge fans of Shaq Fu, but because they are going to be getting this game for free. Um, I can't remember the name of the company 
that is uh, doing this. Uh, I think it's airship. No, 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 no. That's a different thing. I'm looking through to try and find out who is this. I'm clicking a, a link. Oh, I don't want that to play. Okay, Wired Productions, I guess. I'm not sure. That doesn't sound right. But whoever made NBA Playgrounds, it was a game that came out very, very early in the Nintendo Switch's uh, cycle. Uh, very early when it when the when the Switch first came out, basically, and they pretty much they didn't do a very good job on NBA Playgrounds. A lot of people did not enjoy that game, although there's some people out there that did. And uh, I guess the Switch port was 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 not great. And because of all the problems that people had with the game, it was really weird. Um, they decided to say, well, hey, everybody, we're going to make a Shaq Fu game and we're going to give it to all the people who bought NBA Playgrounds before a certain date for free. And, you know, that's kind of like saying, hey, we're sorry, which I like that they did that. Um, but I'm not looking forward to it. But I know that there's a lot of people out there that want to know, when am I getting my free game that you guys promised me months and months and months ago? I mean, by the time it come out, it'll, it comes out, it will have been over a year since they said that they were going to do it. So it took you long enough, but at least they made good on their promise. Another game that we have a uh, release date for finally. Now, this is one that I'm excited for. Uh, one that I didn't even I, like. I almost bought it multiple times on the PS4, but I really wanted to play it on the Switch, and that's Battle Chasers Night War. Uh, this is an RPG that combines like dungeon crawling and turn-based combat, and it's based on this comic book series that I, I hear is actually pretty good. I'm not really a comic book guy, uh, but if I were, then Battle Chasers is something I would check out. And I know, I know that there's a lot of people who have been very patiently waiting for uh, THQ to get this game out on the Nintendo Switch. And it looks like it's coming. So there we go. I'm excited for that. So now, one thing that I'm not excited for and one thing that I am. So last episode, I talked about how Nintendo has a phone number on the back of a Super Nintendo. And if you're, there's something wrong with your Super Nintendo, you would look at the phone number on the back and call them up and they'd fix it. Well, somebody's Super Nintendo broke and they called the number expecting that it wouldn't actually work. And somebody at Nintendo of America picked up and tried to troubleshoot the problem with them. And I said that last episode, I was really impressed at the customer service from Nintendo. And actually, I have reason to talk about this, too. I have had really good, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, really good customer service from Nintendo. I had one of my, one of my Joy-Cons was not working, and I ended up sending it in, and they paid for the shipping and the overnight shipping. And, it, and basically, the thing was out of my hand for like three days, and I had it back, and it was working. Uh, so that was pretty amazing. Um, but we've got one more example of fantastic customer service from Nintendo. Uh, this was sent to me an email from Sean. And basically, this guy had a 3DS. And his 3DS was not working. So he uh, called up Nintendo and sent it to them. He said, can you please fix this? Now, this is an original 3DS from like forever ago. I can't even remember when they started doing these. Um, 
first gen 3ds i actually have one of these it's actually it's the same color i got a blue one uh somewhere in the house it doesn't work anymore because it got hit by a softball uh at a softball game um my 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 wife had it in her pocket and somebody hit the ball and the ball hit her and the 3ds took all the damage thank goodness uh, but that didn't work anymore after that. Um, but the guy had a 3DS that wasn't working. And so he sent it into Nintendo. And they said, um, where is it here? It wouldn't turn on. Uh, so they had to replace the main circuit board. The battery needed to be swapped out. Uh, the handheld was in bad shape. And they also changed out the slide pad. That's the, the circle pad, which is the terrible. I hate the circle pad. And the face button. So they replaced all that stuff. And Nintendo only charged 67 cents to repair all of that stuff and then $23 for labor, which is crazy. That is a very, very low price. You would expect to pay much more than that. But Nintendo is seems to be the king of customer service. So it's one more, you know, just kudos to Nintendo for doing it right. 67 cents to replace the circuit board, the battery, the D-pad and the face buttons or not the D-pad, but the the circle pad and the face buttons. That is a hell of a deal. And if my like my screen downstairs is downstairs is just completely smashed, I'm considering calling up Nintendo and seeing if they'll fix it. I mean, for because for $23 I don't know. I don't really want to play my 3DS, so probably not. But that's cool. That's cool that they did that. So good job, Nintendo. Well, that is all the time that we have for today. If there's a story that I missed or a topic that you want discussed, please let me know. And uh, I forgot to say it at the beginning of the show, but there's there's a bunch of ways that you can get a hold of me. You can email me runjumpstomp at gmail.com. You can call and leave a voicemail at 260-RUN-JUMP. That's 260-786-5867. Uh, if you email me or uh, call, make sure that it, you keep it short and I can uh, bring it on the show. Uh, you can tweet at me at runjumpstomp on Twitter. You can join our Discord over at runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. And, uh, you know, of course, if you're looking for ways to support the show, the best way is to just keep listening, share the show with a friend, and uh, head on over to uh, runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. All of the links that you find there will directly support the show. And uh, I just want to thank everybody for all the support that I've gotten for doing the show so far. You guys are amazing. Uh, I really appreciate it. And uh, that's it for today. Make sure that you check out Tom Winter and Noteblock because their music is awesome and you've heard it here on this show. I appreciate it and I'll see you next time. Bye bye.